This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Western Hunting Hub Podcast. And today we are talking tree saddles. Got a guest on the owner of Wild Edge Inc., a company from out east, and definitely something that we had to reach out east for to learn about, and that is tree saddles. Something I know nothing about, uh, only a five-minute conversation so far about them, learned a few things, so I'm really interested to learn more about this. Uh, Tree hunting is something that western hunters don't always do but it's an option and definitely uh, a solid option for uh, getting close to even even elk or deer or whatever it is uh, in the backcountry or maybe like myself going to visit a more whitetail typical country uh, or area of the country that would have some whitetails that I got to sit in a tree for. Uh, just planning on doing a little hunts when I got a few hunts when I got to go back to the in-laws for Christmas or whatever it is and uh, sit in a tree. And I don't really want to hang a bunch of tree stands all over. I don't want to have a bunch of gear. Uh, I'm thinking of tree saddles, my avenue. So I'm really interested to learn about what these things could bring to Western hunting or us west going east to go do some whitetails because i'm hearing that quite a bit and the gentleman we're talking to has been doing tree saddles before tree saddles were cool and there's definitely been this rave around them so i'm really interested to hear about what these things can offer western hunters again thanks for listening and been a lot of really good episodes lately so check out the previous ones check out the ones to come and we'll chat with you another day all right, Andrew, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and talking to us about something Western hunters don't typically talk about, and that's hunting out yeah. of a tree. So if you could, just real quick introduce yourself and uh, what you got going on there. 
All right. Um, Drew Walter, uh, owner of Wild Edge Incorporated. We're a climbing company in Connecticut, and uh, we offer basically your one-stop shop for anything saddle hunting um, or any way to climb a tree. So that's who we are. We uh, started this company about five, I think we're on our fifth year this year. And uh, I actually uh, took it over. I started Wild Edge after a family friend of mine, Jim Stepp, who invented the stepladder, uh, kind of just handed it to me and said, you know, take it and run and see what happens. So that was the start of it. And you told me yesterday that you were you were using tree saddles before tree saddles were cool. And yep. Which five years ago, absolutely. I I don't didn't even know about them before the last two or one even. I don't know. It's been pretty pretty recent blow up in in popularity. Uh, maybe maybe longer in the east. I'm assuming. But what is it? Yep. What bro, What what made this whole, the whole thing blow up? Um. Well, it's so tree saddles have been around. Uh, they were around 20 years ago with the trophy line tree saddle, the Anderson tree sling. But, you know, that's you know, before the Internet, you know, way before, you know, all the wealth of information that you have right now. So everything started, you know, saddle hunting was really started on like saddlehunterforum.com. You know, just be guys and everything saddle hunting was DIY because there was there weren't any stores selling specific saddle hunting equipment for the hunting industry. So. You know, everything, every rope you use, you had to buy from a barbarous company or climbing company. Uh, the saddles that were being used were uh, climbing harnesses or arborist saddles that were kind of turned into tree slings. And then, you know, companies started coming out of the woodwork. But, um, you know, the biggest advantage of it and the popularity is because you're so mobile and you're so lightweight. So I'm carrying, you know, to climb 25 feet, I'm carrying 14 pounds. You know, two pounds of that is my saddle, and that's around my waist. My steps are compact. They're in my backpack or on my side. Uh, my ropes, I carry one rope with me. So it's mobility is unreal. So your tree saddle or your, your harness, your saddle is your safety harness. It's your tree stand. It's your lines and belt. It's everything. And, I mean, it is super comfortable. may not look like it, but, uh, you know, another big advantage is you can shoot 360 around a tree. So to uh, to catch up my uh, dummy buddies who don't pay attention to anything <laughs> that may be listening, uh, or uh, some of us that are, live under a rock, so tree saddles are basically what arborists are using to yes. climb trees, and that connected then to the hunting world. So you're basically in a rock climbing harness style, maybe a little bit more comfortable, uh, suspended or he- connected with climbing ropes and using steps then to climb the, uh, climb the tree. Correct. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it basically is an arborist saddle. The difference is it's made to be more comfortable. So it has an actual seat on it. So that seat kind of cups your ass. And then instead of having one point of anchor, like a normal climbing harness would have in the middle, you have your bridge loops, which are on each hip. And your bridge is that rope that connects each loop from hip to hip. So that's your bridge, and you connect to the tree with a tether. Okay. So I'm writing a pile of questions here because <laughs> I, I definitely have some questions, and I'm that dude that doesn't know, doesn't know anything about them, and I told you that the other day. So yep. uh, 
first off, let's talk about, so people don't tune out right now, because <laughs> I know a lot of listeners from Colorado. I've got a lot of listeners from Texas, California, uh, Arizona, and then oddly enough, South Carolina. <laughs> it was like the number two last month, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, what uh, What's the connection that you foresee for us out west? Hiking around in elk country or mule deer country, uh, sell us on your pro- of on a saddle and why that would be beneficial or an option for us hunting in the West. Okay, so it's super lightweight. Uh, the saddle we sell, it's called the, Berser- the Berserker. It's two pounds, 2.2 pounds. Um, you can throw it in your backpack. You know, it's uh, once it's compressed in, in the sack, it's, you know, it's the size of a softball, maybe a little bigger. It's tiny, lightweight. You can wear it in. Um, there's so right now the big popularity is using aiders, aider systems. So you can take three of my steps. Each step weighs just under a pound. Three of my steps with what they call the nader suader, a hook on your knee and a hook on your hip, and you can climb 30 feet. So there's six pounds, five six pounds, plus your rope. There's another three quarters of a pound, and you're climbing you know, 25, 30 feet. So, and the ability to just be mobile. So like when I'm deer hunting, if I, if I climb a tree and I can see deer, you know, a hundred yards away, I'm like, I keep seeing deer over there, over there. I can get down in a couple minutes, back up my stuff, boom, go next tree, climb up. So the mobility is just the biggest advantage. Is uh 25, 30 feet, like the norm for whitetail hunters? That's a long ways up. <laughs> yeah, guys are going screaming high. I found myself over the years uh, going lower because the problem is when you're when you're on the move, you're not trimming shoot lanes. So to go that high in some areas like where I am in New England, you know, I'm, I'm hunting big woods, uh, river bottoms, really nasty stuff. So I find myself going, you know, 15 feet. Um, if I have presets that are staying in the tree all season, I'll hunt them multiple times. I'll go 20, 25. Yeah. The, I, I foresee myself maxing out at 20, like 15, yeah. 20. That's, that's all I need. Just enough to get off the ground to keep the, get out of eye level really. <laughs> and, right. And, and sit on a, a trail or a wallow or, uh, something that is being, uh, traveled or I don't know, just some, that's where I'm kind of visioning myself is, is not getting up too terrible high. I was in a, uh, on the, along the Big Sioux, this Big Sioux River, which is the border of Iowa and South Dakota, and found this little spot, and I'm my in-laws live in that area, so I'm really pushing. They, they weren't farmers growing up in a small town, but they know a lot of farmers, so I'm, I've been pushing for years to say, find me some landowners, find me some hunting, because that southeast South Dakota and uh, western Iowa is there's big deer over there. So I want to, want to try and tap into that a little bit more and looking at some of that really wouldn't need to go too high. Cause you get too high and now you've got a lot of brush in the way. Uh, so I thought in an area I really don't know, or definitely being mobile, a tree saddle would be a good option. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that is the, the advantage. I mean, I go into spots just scouting with the intent that if I find a good spot and good sign, I'm just going to scream right up a tree. So I'm wearing everything I need. My backpack doesn't even come off my back. You know, my steps right by my side, saddles around my, right my waist. 
get to the tree and I just go. There's no pulling sticks up. There's no pulling a tree stand up. There's no metal on metal noise. And it's super comfortable. Mobility is unbelievable. If if I'm only, you said 25 feet, you can get 14 pounds. If I wanted to just have a 15, 20 foot system, how much, how much weight am I cutting off there? So what I do, I don't really mess around with the eighters much. What I do is I just, I'd rather carry more steps. So instead of carrying three, four steps with an eighter system, I'm carrying, you know, eight or 10 steps. So that's my 14 to 16 pound uh, weight with that many steps. So I'd rather have extra steps and have a comfortable climb because I'll use an extra step at my waist to hold my backpack and my bow hanger. I'll use another step next to my platform, um, as an initial platform. Uh, you know, if I have another, I'd rather have more steps and have the options of using them than not have them and need them. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, is there, what's that? I said for me to carry, you know, two, three extra pounds, it's not a big deal. But I'm not hunting out west, you know, in New England. If you walk a mile, mile and a half, you know that's a, that's a that's a long hike. Yeah, and there's not too many guys that that are uh, gonna want to hike in with an extra pair of socks for the three right. <laughs> three miles, four miles, five miles. I, I was in like six or seven last year, and um. That may not be a necessary spot that I would, but I have a few that I've got a few like water holes and things that for sure those early season, uh, September hunts when there's, it's a low moisture year. And the, if you find water, you find elk. One of those spots is kind of a, uh, I'm kind of putting my eye on as a, as a good option. So, or later in the year after you can't figure out how to, after maybe they rut stops early, something like that, needing to pattern, you have no idea how to pattern them or whatever. I'm thinking that's a, a solid option, uh, for, for what I would use it for. Right. Uh, um, thinking about kind of different body styles, age, mobility, uh, think about say my 60 some odd year old dad, um, I love it. How how is that in comparison? How is a saddle in comparison to a tree stand, like a ladder stand? Ladder stand would probably be a, one of the easier uh, to climb kind of things. Um, how would my dad of that age? Um, how would that work for him? And, and just talk to me about age and 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 how. My, my dad's sixty years old, uh, sixty one, and he's been saddle hunting with me for two years now. Um, my younger sister saddle hunts with me. I mean, the age is it, we have customers that are, you know, 70 years old and they're just getting in saddle hunting. So it's put it this way. When you're comparing, you're comparing a saddle to a lock on tree stand. It's hard. You can't really compare it to a, you know, a big climber or a, a ladder stand. So think about like a lock on, they're not very comfortable, right? You're either sitting or you're standing the saddle you can make it comfortable by making micro adjustments. You adjust your bridge two inches. It's a whole different comfort. You move your feet. So you always have your anchor point as a platform. It's either a ring of steps. Uh, some guys use sticks or there's a ton of platforms on the market. We have two platforms. One platform snaps into the step. The other one attaches to the tree with a bracket and a strap. 
So every different adjustment, you're making yourself comfortable. And like I said, it's not a millennium tree stand. It's not a giant, comfy, lazy boy, but you can make it comfortable. And all the other advantages outweigh the comfort. You know, people are so concerned about comfort when they're hunting, but you know, you're hunting. That's supposed to be. (laughs) Right. How comfortable do you really want to be? Yeah. It is very comfortable. And to to your point, there's a lot of older guys using saddles and women. I kind of like the idea of being super mobile, not just because you want to be mobile for the sake of strategy and your, what you're doing in the field, but for the sake of, I don't have patience (laughs) and and wanting to move. It makes everything so simple. Like, I leave my shop, I put my saddle on, grab, put my clothes on, put my saddle on, grab my pack, and go in my bow. I drive with my tree stand around my waist. What's the what's the integration with a pack? So if I had my, I've got an XL Mountain Gear that I carry with me all over, and say that had days worth, two days worth of stuff, and I've got hunting camp here that I'm leaving for the day. Or, or two days and I'm let's say, yeah, I'm leaving, leaving for a day and I want to bring my saddle with me. What's, how's the organization of that go? Um, so you're in a whole different world than I am. Um, you know, doing the all day or two day hunts. Um, but really if your intent is to climb the tree, you can just wear the saddle and you won't even know it's around your waist. It's that comfortable. Huh. So the way the leg straps work, um, and the waist belt and your bridge, everything is tucked away, out of the way. So our saddles, when I was designing it, I made the leg buckles, instead of coming straight up to the, to your abdomen, they go to the side of your legs. So you don't have metal on metal. You don't have, you know, clanky buckles right in your crotch. Oh, yeah. So little things like that. If you're going super lightweight, you could use a nader suede system. So it's, like I said, that hook, those two hooks, um, one goes around your foot to your knee, the other one goes from your foot to your hip. And that can be in your pocket, in your pack. Um, if you want to store the saddle in your pack, like I said, it's a tiny, tiny little thing that folds up. And you can have your one rope and three three or four steps. Huh. So three or four steps, the steps all come in a carry bag um, that you can either have in your pack or around your shoulder. When you get to the tree, you unzip them, take the ropes out, and the steps are all right there on your side. Got it. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What about, because uh, I want to circle back around to the, not just the age, but say weight. So you, what if we got someone that's a little bigger and and just, again, that fl- they don't have the flexibility. Um, Nestle, first of all, you're going to have a hard time getting into a regular tree stand if you don't have that flexibility and you're a little bigger guy. But talk to us about the weight. Yeah, we have we have a lot of, a lot of guy customers that contact us. Hey, I'm. 350 pounds, six, four, you know, big dudes. And they, we, that's why we sell three different size saddles, small, medium, and large. And, uh, you know, guys, all the equipment, it's all climbing rated. It's all tested. There's a couple pictures and videos 
I'm standing on a four wheeler that is hung by one step off the ground. Huh? Yeah. It's it's battle tested. Yeah. And and really when you break down like what climbing gear looks like and the weight ratings on that, it's like, hold a truck, hold a (laughs) whatever. So yeah, it's just curious about that. Just dealing with how big guys are able to be able to climb, climb a tree and whatnot. But so, I mean, the bigger guys are using more steps and that's the beauty about the steps. You can make each, the distance between each step, you can customize it. If you want it six inches apart, if you want it three feet apart, if you want it 10 feet apart. Yeah. You know, so a bigger guy will put them closer together. An older guy will. So when I set stands for my, my father or my sister presets, I'll put the steps a lot closer. Yeah. Um, so then I'll catch them. So with, with kind of what I'm getting at, a lot of this, it's all around the safety. So you get right. a guy like my dad who just, you get older balance issues are are a thing and you worry about them in a tree stand and how many times do you, do you learn in hunter safety uh, i'm a hunt safe instructor and you do tree sand stand safety <laughs> that's a big part of it and i'm thinking of even integrating some of this as a safety or a more safe option uh you mentioned yeah, you mentioned the safety yesterday. Talk to us about why it's safer. Yep, so that it just it forces you to be safe. Um, so you're always connected to the tree. So as, as you start to climb, you have your lines rope around the tree, hooked to your saddle. So if you do slip or fall, you're going to go, you're going to, you know, just swing into the tree. Um, then once you get to your climbing height, you're going to take out your other rope, which is your tether. You're going to girth hitch it around the tree, hook it to your bridge. Then you can take your lines and rope off and put it, you know, in your dump pouch or in your, po- in your pocket or whatever. So you are always connected to the tree. If you fall, what's going to happen in a saddle, you're never going to fall. You just, if you slip, you're going to swing. So you're going to swing around the tree, but you're still against the tree and you're at your platform height. So you just get back on your platform. Um, so it, you know, it, and on the, on the way down, same thing. Take your lines and rope out, hook it onto your loop, take your tether off, and then you're going down the tree. So you're, it forces you to be safe. And just like you said, I was one of those two where when I, in my younger days before kids, you know, I'd go hunt without a harness or you forget the harness or you just don't bring it at all. And you know, that's, so a saddle will force you to be safe. So the, before I watched a video on one of these, I always had the concern of like, how do you draw? Like you got a rope right in front of you that's coming to both hips. How do you draw? And you mentioned... And after seeing the video, it kind of cleared things up. But you mentioned you pick a side, like one side to put your bow on, is it? Or is Yep, it... so you have uh, you have your weak side, your strong side, and your weak side. So as a righty, your strong side is going to be on the left side of your bridge, of your tether, of the tree. Um, your weak side is going to be to the right as a righty. So, you know, I usually set up the most likely spot want to get a shot is going to be on my strong side to my left as a righty and if i'm predicting okay the deer are going to come up the ridge this way or through this funnel here i want the tree in between me and the deer you know so i'm hiding behind the tree to go to a full draw it's very easy and it feels more natural in tree stand because any tree stand hunter knows you know practice out of the tree stand bending at the waist you know bend at the waist with a saddle you're maintaining your t-form because there's no bending at the waist. You're just leaning the tree. So your form is, it's more proper um, than in a tree stand. 
and you know you can you'll find yourself you definitely need to practice you'll find yourself getting into you know weird ninja moves or contorted positions but that's why the platform is so important and that's why i always like a step on each side of the tree because i'll stick my heels in those steps or i'll stick my toes in there so to go to my weak side to go to the right i'll take my bow and go over the bridge and just every movement is controlled by your hips and your feet so you're going to twist your hips, roll your hips. Your bridge is going to slide in the carabiner that's, in the, that's attached to the tether. And you can turn to your weak side. Or the other option is you stay on your strong side and you can go all the way around the tree. So you're either going over or you're turning around backwards or you're going around the tree. It's That makes you – know, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I just had a total realization as you were explaining that of just like – you're spot and stalking anything, getting the tree in front of you. I didn't even realize that that you can just yeah. keep the tree in between you and the deer or or whatever, and you can time your drawing, time your like all those little movements. I seem to get extra fidgety when deer keep coming or when they yeah. get a little closer. And it's like, well, why I can't be moving like this? Yeah, so. I, do, I do. I do a lot of self filming, so you kind of feel like you're cheating because I'll be hiding behind the tree. I cannot see the deer, but I'm looking at the deer through my the viewfinder on the camera oh you know, yeah it's like i can just peek around okay now i can swing around and get the shot huh and i apologize for being so elementary but for real a hundred percent of my buddies out here would be asking the most elementary questions i'm sure your kids could explain <laughs> some yeah. of this uh how this set we up get, a lot better we get these questions every day so i'm used to it yeah and out west it's a it's a different different place, different, <laughs> different style of hunting. And, and we, things are done differently, but yet that's where guys can be more successful is finding these tools that fixes a barrier, something that, that the reason they couldn't get on an elk or, uh, these deer are coming in, but I've got no great place to sit on this water hole or, um, a big thing I I'm totally into right now are decoys. And the, using decoys effectively for deer and elk, I am so sold on them. <laughs> and I talked about that with uh, Onyx last week. For sure, something, just a tool that whitetail hunters have been using for a long time. <laughs> and and elk right. hunters have been using too, but it's they've got the bow-mounted ones now that are just less cumbersome. And this is another one of those things that makes things more comfortable, more efficient. Uh, and I'm interested in, in playing around. Uh, so give me uh, give me a little bit of a story, a scenario, something that that uh, a hunting season where you were using a tree saddle. The mobility was great. the The lightweight option was great. And tell me a hunting story. Yeah, so I I started using a saddle. Uh, my buddy buddies and I we were into filming each other. So you know, back in the day we were broke. So you know, to go to Cabela's and buy a fifty dollar tree stand. You know, we, we were tree stand hoarders, so we had every tree stand we could get our hands on, and we do double sets in the trees. One was a filmer, and one was a hunter. Um, and then that turned into self-filming, so we weren't, you know, wasting the hunt, just filming another buddy. But what really got me into saddle hunting, um, besides taking away that other tree stand, and the saddle hunter would just go above the hunter. I mean, the filmer would go above the hunter in a saddle. Um, what really got me into it was I started hunting a lot of public land, bow hunting only, uh, islands and peninsulas on the river. I live right on the Connecticut river. So there's a ton of state land that you can hunt and the hunting is unbelievable, but it is so thick and nasty. Not many people want to take the effort to actually go in there and hunt. 
So I found a couple of cool spots. I took my kayak there and all I had was my bow and I'm, you know, walking around trying to figure out how to hunt this place. And I found some wicked spots, but you have to get above the frag. So frag mighty or all the thick brush. And, you know, it's sometimes it's 10, 12 feet high. So, and, but to bring a tree stand in there, to put a tree stand on a kayak with your bow and your gear, you know, it was just, there was, there was no way. So I bought an old Arbor saddle and I converted it into, you know, made it as comfortable as I could. I took my old army pad, uh, sleeping pad and kind of cut it out, modified a seat into this harness. And, uh, I'm set, these spots are so thick that I pack my deer out. You can't drag them. Uh, you're just crawling through deer tunnels and the thick, nastiest briars and puckers and shit. So, uh, it's actually, I think it was veterans day. I snuck in and this was, you know, my second time maybe hunting out of a saddle and, uh, it was, it was the rut. So I hit a couple of grunts and some bleats and I had a nice eight point come by and I literally shot him five feet under me, uh, set that I just set up in the dark, you know, kind of had this place pinpoint the day before, but still had no clue where I was. Um, so I just scooted up a tree and killed him. He died within 30 yards and, and I started the process of packing him out about sunk the kayak, but made it home. <laughs> I had a, uh, suicide mission of, crossing the Colorado river to get to an Island and I had a kayak and I, I just borrowed one. I didn't, and it ended up being just like a little short whitewater kayak <laughs> and the sketchiest thing I've ever done. And I'm six, seven, so I don't fit in those kayaks. I just don't fit. And right. so couldn't get my legs folded in there. So my knees are up. I've got my pack, my bow and all my gear. <clears throat> the center of gravity is way too high for this to be, uh, effective and i started paddling and a whitewater kayak just turns there's no keel yep. to it so it just turns and turns and i thought for sure i was going in uh i just started calculating my head it's like i think i have four or five grand worth of gear on me right now and this is horrifying <laughs> yeah. uh, and it wasn't even that deep it was just a matter of i'm nervous about my gear <laughs> i don't want to lose it yep. so you would want to drive compartment on a kayak yeah, and then I was like, if I got an elk, I don't even know what I was gonna do. <laughs> uh, and the elk, elk were on that island the previous four or five days, uh, but they weren't the day we actually got over there. So whatever. Yeah. And and I ended up just saying, screw it, I'm wading across. It was only up to my hips, but wading across the Colorado sometimes could be. It's not a river that you can just cross anywhere. Uh, right. <laughs> where that was at. So, but very cool. Um, so if you were a hunter like myself, I might visit a couple of the more typical whitetail woods here and there. Um, mountain whitetails are kind of what I'm into right now and where I, I'm surrounded by, uh, just the rolling hills of the black hills. There's, they're not very big mountains, but it's a lot of pine trees, big pines. And, uh, um, yeah, lots of, there's, it's lots of thick, lots of dense, lots of, lots of cover. So it's not small little patches. Uh, also would be hunting, uh, some elk, Colorado mule deer out there, that sort of thing. So for a system like myself, who's not going to go very high, I'm 200 pounds. What I, what do I get? Like, what's my, What's my system? So you basically, you're going to want to start with your, obviously your, your climbing system. Uh, 
So we sell the step ladder, uh, individual steps. So I always tell people, buy more steps than you think you'll need because I'd rather have them and not need them. Um, and you can also take steps out of your pack if you don't need them. Um, so you want your climbing system. The beauty about the steps is as you're going up the tree, you can change your, the direction of your climb by just uncamming the step, swinging it around the tree and recamming it. It can also double as your platform and you can climb the craziest, weirdest trees with them because uh, they're individual steps. It's not a long climbing stick. Then you're going to want a saddle. So we sell our saddle on our website. Um, like I said, three different sizes, small, medium, large. We have the whole sizing chart uh, on the website. And then you can choose which platform you'd like. If you want our bigger platform uh, that cams to the tree with a cinch strap called the battlement, or if you wanted the, our super light platform, which is a pound and a quarter that snap into a step, it's called the perch. Uh, that's a very lightweight option. Or you can just stick with a ring of steps. So have a step on each side and a step in the middle. So there's a lot of different options. So, but either way, you're going to want your climbing system, your platform, your saddle. And then I advise when you're starting out, get a lines and line and a tether. We sell both those on our website. They're eight millimeter ropes. You know, they're three quarters of a pound with the carabiner and the Prusik on it. It has a nice uh, six inch spliced or sewn on the end. It's a tactical rope, very strong. So it's pretty basic, but you know, if anyone has any questions, reach out to our customer service and we're more than welcome to help out. And I have a ton of YouTube videos that breaks down, breaks down every product. And really the biggest thing is do the research and, you know, find what works for you. And the only way to figure that out is to actually do it. Yeah. I kind of noticed you've got a lot of videos out there, like on your Instagram, uh, on YouTube, that'd be good to check out as well. So, uh, just to, just to learn that learn that system, learn some knots, learn, learn the, the setup and the, the use of it for sure. So right. where can, uh, where can everybody find you? We haven't even, we've mentioned the yep. company once, but, but where can they find you? Wildedgeinc.com. Okay. And, uh, find us on website, find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, even started a TikTok. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff is hard to keep up with. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> It is hiring. Uh, I I knew I thought about that. I was like, do I need to start that a TikTok? It's like I yeah. I can't keep up with it. It's pretty amusing though. You do learn a lot of stuff. There's a lot of cool business tips on there. You know, life hacks. A lot yeah, of cool stuff. Yep, I I heard some just the other day. It's a <laughs> good thing. It's like I I also yeah, good for you. That's <laughs> that you got to hit every marketing strategy you can and in a way to reach yep. reach the greatest audience. So that's, right. that's awesome. Yeah. That's the way to go. And YouTube, you know, you can learn anything on YouTube and now is the best time to become a saddle hunter because there's a wealth of information out there. Yeah. It may confuse you. So I tell guys, you know, don't get too wrapped up in everyone's opinion. Just kind of do the research and figure out what you think would work best for you. Um, or find, find a guy in your area that is a saddle hunter and, you know, hit him up. And there's a lot of groups getting together and, pretty much every state around the country they'll have little get-togethers we're going to do one this spring um, so people can come test out the gear try everything out see what works for them you know shoot their bows out of it so i guarantee you go on the facebook or some some form you're, you're going to find someone in your area that you can go test one out so uh wild edge military owned are are and you yep, are right. military personally i am yep. all right well i appreciate for that very much so uh, yeah the of the step ladder, Jim Step. The reason he invented the steps because he uh, lost his leg in Vietnam. Oh so he wow! 
able to climb, bring his good leg up, but still have both feet on the step. Got it. So, and that's real pump. and that was my question: is what sets uh, what sets Wild Edge apart from all the other people jumping on the bandwagon of tree saddle companies? Yeah, so it, yeah, it's funny. I said two years ago, I told everyone, I said, I guarantee you in two years, there's going to be more saddle hunting companies than there are tree sand companies. And, you know, everyone kind of laughed at me, but every week there's a new company popping up. Um, our advantage is, uh, besides the steps that have been around since the 90s, uh, you know, I've been using this gear my entire life since I was 12, 14 years old. And saddle hunting, like I said before, was cool. We've been working on de- developing all our products, you know, for years. They're all tested. And, uh, you know, we're just a company that popped up out of nowhere and started selling stuff because it was cool. Um, so we, you know, we have a wealth of knowledge. Our team is, you know, we're all serious hunters. We have a, a lot of deer to prove it. And uh, we're just normal blue collar guys that love hunting and killing shit. And we love inventing new products. Yeah, you get, that makes a lot of sense. It's a really good, good argument that you guys have gone through the trial and error. You've, you know, it right. works. You doesn't, you know, it doesn't work. Uh, that's for sure. The, the guy that I would want to go to, to yep. for anything the one that has the experience and been doing it a long yep. time yeah three four years ago to trade show i'd i'd bring my saddles and you know guys would walk by and they're like what in the are you doing <laughs> like well this is a tree saddle and this is how it works and you know you're kind of just blowing their mind no one, nobody had a clue yeah and i do videos on it like what is this kid doing and then you know every year it progressed into more and more guys going i know what that is i want to try it and then like last year at the trade show harrisburg people came from all over the country to my booth to try stuff out. Like I've seen this, I've seen the videos. I want it and I want to get in it right now. Hmm, so that's pretty cool. Been a hell of an adventure. Yeah. And you've been busy and it's been bringing some oh, yeah. good business. So that's awesome. And, and, uh, pretty cool, pretty cool thing for you business wise on top of, uh, doing something hunting related for work. I mean, that's, yeah. I can attest to that as a, Putting putting hunting in my forty hour plus work week is uh, has been definitely a, a wonderful wonderful thing. So, yep. um, but well, I appreciate your your time here and your info and and uh, I will I'll link all your info at the bottom in the show notes to make sure um, people people know how to find that link and uh, awesome. company name and all that. So I appreciate appreciate that very cool. much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is God's country.